This is Jess Explores. I'm Jess and I work in Mare, the SFI Research Center for Energy, Climate and Marine. Join me today on a new episode of Jess Explores. You could wear fins if you want to, but you don't have to. You can wear a wetsuit if you want to. You don't have to. Um, you can wear a weight belt if you want to. Again, you don't have to. So today I want to talk to you about snorkeling, which I know it's not or it may not seem like the most active thing, it may not seem like the most adventurous thing, but snorkeling is one of the most fun and I find the easiest way of getting people involved in the ocean and anything marine related. So really basic stuff, what you need to go snorkel, as in the equipment, is a mask that is that fits around your nose and your eyes. Um, a test of how well it actually fits your face is when you put the mask on um, and you suck air in through your nose that the whole mask kind of sucks with it as well. So it kind of does a, a little uh, suction motion and you feel it go on. That's how you know that the mask fits. Don't put it on too tight. It shouldn't be too tight because if it is, you may get water in areas that you don't want that. As we're talking about too tight, also make sure that your hair isn't anywhere in that suck uh, around the suction where um, where the mask is, uh, because again, that's how you get water in. And also, if you do have a beard, I'm sorry, you're probably gonna get water in there. It's just a thing because the suction in around the mask is supposed to prevent that. But with the beard and that space that you that your beard creates, that's just not going to happen. So there is going to be air coming in. The other thing you need is a snorkel. So with anything in the ocean and in the water, especially when we're looking at things, uh, it's mostly that we don't want to disturb things. We don't want to touch things. And I think it's important, especially with people kicking in the water. So sometimes you may not mean to. But the snorkel is typically attached to your left side of the of your mask. You know, if you only want to snorkel, it doesn't really matter if it's left or right, but it should be attached to your mask because that keeps your snorkel somewhat further up, um, up straight. The basic principle about a snorkel is that you breathe in and out through the snorkel in your mouth. So you don't use your nose at all. It's all through the mouth. Now you may kind of wonder, well, if I'm in water and I look down, I may get water into the snorkel. Yes, you may, but the cooler or the newer snorkels now, they have a little bit of a splash guard, so you may not get water into the, into the snorkel itself, so it kind of protects that. That said, uh, you do sometimes get like a droplet in there, and to get that out, just like, just blow out really hard and you will hear sound uh, that you created yourself. So um, that's really, you know, it's a very useful thing, especially if you want to snorkel and you don't always want to look up again. You just want to get a little bit of air out. Uh, very easy thing to do. Now, when you get snorkeling, it's a very easy thing. You walk into the water or you jump into the water and you put your head down. And because your head is down, typically or technically, um, your body, so will your body will go into a horizontal position, so you're floating on your belly, you're on top of the water, uh, and you know it depends. It may be a weird 
thing if you're not very comfortable in the water to lay with your head down looking down but that's just how snorkeling goes and I actually find when you snorkel you're kind of distracted from what's going on so you may actually feel safer especially for instance if you're trying to learn how to swim maybe something to consider so good fun that way so you look down into the water you pick out whatever you can see now I am one of those people that I can see the smallest things and I will hang out for 10-15 minutes trying to figure out that thing that I'm looking at. Um, now other people are much more fast-paced and they just kind of snort, they swim around basically. Um, but that's really where I want to make a distinction. Snorkeling isn't swimming. So when you snorkel, you move much less than when you swim which means that you may get colder much quicker. So that's why a wetsuit is very smart to keep that on you just so you can actually enjoy your, your snorkel much longer and you can actually stay in the water much longer. So do give that a try. Do enjoy that. Uh, and, you know, be, be mindful of that you're not supposed to move your hands and try to swim a lot and kick your, your legs like crazy. That's not what snorkeling should be. So once you're in the water... Um, I mentioned a weight belt earlier. You could do a duck dive, and a duck dive is where you put your head down and you kind of just try to get your weight down maybe a couple meters, depending on how, how comfortable you are. Uh, and when you're down there, the weight belt will help you to kind of stay in that area. It will help you get down. Uh, that said, you need to have a little bit of training, and it may sometimes be a lot of training and it may be heavy on you wearing a weight belt and then trying to swim on the surface. So just be aware of that. Also, if you're wearing a wetsuit and have a weight belt to do a duck dive, the wetsuit is designed to actually keep you afloat. So it can be very difficult then to come down or go up um, or it can it can be difficult to go, go down because you have air trapped um, in the wetsuit. And so, it, you know, it's designed to make you help float. Just be aware of that. You know, don't touch anything if you don't have to. You, I'm, I'm sure there's things that you can touch safely, but I'm more of the, I'm the type of person that doesn't want to touch anything. Uh, I just want to look at things and I want to just see how things are moving and if I'm still enough, if they come moving towards me. And really that's, that's the difficult part of snorkeling, staying in position. Because it's not like a pool, you're going to have some waves, you're going to have some some tidal movements. And when you do, then obviously that's going to affect your ability to stay very idle, to stay very stationary in one position and kind of look at things. But the cool thing with snorkeling is that you actually get to see a whole lot of stuff. And you get to really understand how algae works you can see their movements, you get loads of tiny fish, and fish are generally very interested in new things. So they'll come around, they look at you, they hang out around you, and then if you're really funny, they kind of come closer, and then they move away again, and then they pop up again watching you. I had a lot of fish uh, like that, and you know, there are loads of fun like that. Um, I wouldn't play, or haven't played with a fish yet, um, as in, you know, trying to tickle them or something. But again, you don't want to touch any any wildlife like that. But you, I'm sure you've seen some of the Instagram or or Facebook photos and videos where people do. So it's really cool. When you're snorkeling in a very shallow area, you may be kicking up the sand. And when you do that, 
you decrease the visibility for other people behind you or in general for everybody like if you were to go around then again you already have a decreased visibility which sometimes visibility isn't good anyways but then having that kicked up sand could make it even more difficult so you just want to be aware of that be aware when you're kicking and how you're kicking and maybe sometimes instead of doing like a normal kick Maybe you can do like a frog push or like a frog movement with your legs so you can push yourself forward without actually kicking anything. Every now and then you will want to come up. So, you know, take off your mask or just kind of be upright and in the water. It's just, you know, something that, that we all do. I should mention that when you have a snorkel, it probably will fog up if you don't put any spit into it first. So... That's why it's very important to sh to keep your own mask. Um, you spit into your own mask, you kind of rub the spit around uh, in the glasses and then you wash it out. And by doing that, you make sure you're kind of defogging the glass. Now, that said, you can even use a dishwash soap if you want to, but I don't, you know, don't tend to have that with me when I'm out in the water. But you just want to make sure that the glasses don't fog up because if they do you're not going to be able to see a whole uh, see a whole lot and the fogging happens because the water is typically colder than the than the mask and so when you do that it's just a natural reaction of the glass uh, the the mask um cooling down in a way and that's that's what creates the fog. I love going snorkeling. I go snorkel anywhere. I always have my mask with me and I have my snorkel all in my car. I probably should one time do a podcast about all the things that are in my in my car. You'd be amazed. I, anytime I could go on an expedition and I would not even have to go home to make sure that I have all my gear. It's it's And my car is small, I should say. But, you know, that's for another day. Um, so just be aware, just take care of yourself when you're in the water. Always make sure that you tell people where you are. Uh, are be aware of the surroundings around you. Make sure that you're not in riptides or in any dangerous places. Um, make sure that you're aware of what to look for and where to look for and enjoy. Let me know how it goes and let me know if your favorite 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 snorkeling places and if you do just share some pictures with me on instagram i would love to see where you all are exploring so with that enjoy the summer and have a lovely snorkel if you want to engage with me on social media follow me on twitter at jess underscore explores or follow me on instagram at jess underscore explores underscore podcast